the Protect Your Neck Podcast, UFC 279 After Party Edition with special guest co-host Guru Scouting MMA. It was a fun one, folks, so strap in. Still doing this, Andre? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Check me out. It's still Dre Day, a.k.a. I'd like to go live now. And early. What's up, everybody? This is uh, an after-party edition. Uh, we have, you know, we haven't had one of these in a, in a minute. Try to get get some recaps for you when it's live after the show. It's after-party edition. Uh, you know, however the condition that you happen to be in or we happen to be in, it's all good. Don't ask, don't tell. Uh, as long as we're having a good time, right? Uh, but, you know, seriously here, we're going to be recapping results for UFC 279. That was Diaz Ferguson impromptu uh, newly minted main top three fights. If you haven't been paying attention, why are you watching a results show if you didn't even realize that the uh, weigh-in drama? I know it all happens fast, but come on, you know. So it's your warning in case you're watching this in the future, 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 and you don't want to be spoiled uh, of any of the results. Joining me. As I tease, you know, you know, I, especially if I love a podcast, I want to try to make my way around. I can't give all the love to my guy Tyler. Uh, you know, TV scouting. We got to have Guru Scouting at Guru Scouting MMA. What's up? What's up, Greg? How's it going, buddy? What's going on, Dan? Thanks so much for having me on, buddy. Truly uh, an honor and a pleasure to be on. Longtime fan, longtime reader. Uh, just uh, truly an honor to just get to chat with you, buddy. That means a lot, man. Uh, you, you guys are definitely, you know, like I say, some of my favorite dessert podcasts. Uh, after my work's done, I like to listen to you guys. I always get like legit laugh out loud moments, you know, um, which we, is we, like, which is great. We tend to, we try to really have a, a, a good entertaining time. We try to have a fun time. Uh, we try not to take ourselves too seriously. And, uh, you know, a lot of shows, you know, you can go out there and you can just present your information and that's that. But, you know, chronic combat conversations, you know, we want to open up the dialogue and, and, you know, have a good time, let our personality shine and and hopefully cash a few tickets as well. Absolutely, man. The laughter is going to say, especially on nights like these when it's just like, oh, my goodness, it's crazy. It's like whether you win or lose, I feel like it's like that I need a cigarette feeling, right? Whether you smoke 100%. or not, right? Absolutely. Listen, if you're not laughing, you're crying. So we, we choose laughing and uh, we certainly choose smoking. So... <laughs> Yep, yep, yep. Uh, oh, wow, we're already getting some people in the chat, which is awesome. We got Mark Love Fellows that. in there. Be sure uh, everybody like and uh, you know subscribe if you're not already. Of course, if you're commenting, it means you've subscribed. Uh, turn uh, that on. We got, oh, hey, Chronic Combat Conversations. I've heard of those guys. Uh, yeah, as you guys are piling on here, I'm just going to kind of you know uh, share, and then we'll get on with the results. Uh, we'll go from top to bottom as we usually do on the show, and I think that kind of is more... Uh, appropriate, you know, uh, I think, Guru, for, like, these kind of shows, because uh, we want to just get to the meat of it. We want to get to the, to, to, you know, to, to the fights at the, at, the, at the top, right? I'm sorry, what? I missed that. I'm so sorry. Oh, it's all good. It's all good. I said, uh, we're going to go from top to bottom, and I think that yes. that's actually good for, for these Excellent. kind of shows. Oh, my cause... God, no, because it's, it's more fresh in my mind, top to bottom, uh, main event, 
fucking incredible, no? Uh, it is, it is, it is. You know, UFC 279, of course, uh, you know, the main event was Diaz versus Ferguson. Um, real quick, just off the top, I'm going to give this up. You don't have to, uh, you know, feel free to to, to, to talk about or chime in, but I, I have to uh, come clean with my audience. We went 7-6 and six overall in picks. Um, the round robin was a, was, 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 a, was, a, was a big whiff. We'll get into that. I think we only hit one of four, uh, one of four you know, close but no cigar on some. But yeah, only one of four, so we didn't get um, anything uh, on that unless you took my advice and uh, switched out uh, for the Aldana KO. Then you at least got some. Perhaps probably just came up just short to cover the amount that it would have cost if you played it the way I did. But it's still nice to at least hit something, you know, even if it's just the two out of the four, uh, which was me last week as far as the round robin goes. Um, uh, my plays were, were awful. My one parlay uh, was a miss. We'll get to that. Uh one of the legs uh, missed, and it was it wasn't the third leg. You know that thing was sturdy. We'll oh, talk. Geez. We'll talk about that. that. Thing's always standing. Come on, guy. Yeah, you know what's up, Guru. Uh, yeah. uh, um, Specifically, uh, the third leg is what's up. That's, yeah, that's right, baby. Uh, shout out to my man Aaron Bronstetter, by the way. I think he like sneakily snuck in uh, some Jailman reference when doing the backstage interview with uh, Fabio as the translator and uh, Jailman. I love Aaron. I'm such a big fan of Aaron. Would love He's to get him on the show at some point. He's the man. I'll I'll put in a, I'll put in a word. That would uh, be amazing. Straight plays. Um, ended up taking. It was like a heat. It was the heat of the it moment. The moment. Uh, I, I I took a Holland shot. You know. <laughs> yeah, Holland shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it, which we'll, we'll we'll talk about. I'll, I'll talk about here in a second. I, I don't want to jump around too much. We're gonna go from top to bottom. I just want to recap my uh do a do a uh, a quick quick snapshot recap here. Uh, Ann Helliger, it was a last minute ad. I actually went and watched tape on it, you know, not to blind follow. Um, and, you know, uh, I just, you know, it, that one came up short. We'll talk about that. Uh, sure. Missed on that one. Uh, Dewadu Arosa, I felt good about, man. We'll talk about that. And, you know, I shouldn't mm-hmm. be too ashamed of that one, but a miss is a miss. We'll talk about that. Uh, so, what? what is that? Ofer, Ofer, Ofer? Yeah, the ads yeah. were really good, though. <laughs> the ads were, and that's kind of how it happens with me, you know, which is funny because, again, a very conservative, uh, uh, you know, kind of player. At least try to consider myself, and uh, I don't like to chase or anything like that. But these are ads that I did talk about and tweet about uh, ahead of time. To be fair, um, can, so, can I? Can I? Can I? Go ahead, please. Give you, go ahead, I, please. When I think about it, and I think about you, if I could say straight up and candidly, why I think your add-ons may work for you sometimes, because mm. I think you may put on a little too much pressure with yourself to like. Mm. put out your content and make sure this is right and that is right have i thought it through because they're gonna say this and they're gonna say that and then once that work is done and maybe you've left yourself a little bit of leeway based on the work you've done then you actually put the add-ons that make sense because now you're not putting that unnecessary added pressure and then that's what's working because you know you're actually really good at this i don't know if i need to tell you that but no no that's good that's good and and, this is kind of the uh uh some of the things that I, i i wanted to uh talk about too because uh yeah, I think, you know, there's obviously there's live betting, which is a, a, a skill. And if you're good at that, that's awesome. I know a lot a lot of friends that uh, do that. But um, as far as the, you know, feel the feels and stuff, I feel like, you know, I don't know. Like, it's almost like, and feel free to chime in in the chat. It's almost like you're firing. You've got all your information. Uh, you've got maybe other people's information in your head, right? Because you've listened in a podcast and stuff. So, yeah. Um, I don't know. Ch- chime in here. I've got a, I've got an audio in my head as I'm trying to do a uh, finish. Oh, no, absolutely. My share. I just I, I I think that um, we we talk about it a lot, right? 
whether it's the echo chamber of Twitter, uh, whether people are uh, uh, they just pile on this dog or they pile on this favorite and and you just kind of lose track of what thoughts are yours, like originally even, and what mm. thoughts people have kind of added shit into that you kind of like or, or can agree with. And then sometimes, you know, you just talk yourself out of things as time goes on. And, and uh, you know, you it, it's just tough because sometimes you're firing confidently and then that doesn't pan out. And then sometimes you, you backtrack and <laughs> that doesn't pan out either. It's, listen, to be, we, to be profitable in sports gambling is incredibly fucking difficult. And, uh, you know, people people want immediate results, quick results. And that's just not how sports gambling works, especially for at least somebody like I know somebody like me that just wants to play long term in general. Anyway, my goal, my only my goal was that I didn't have to go into my bank account whenever I wanted to place a bet. Like I, the idea was that there was money there and I'd always have money there so right. I could place a bet whenever I wanted. It wasn't right. to buy a car off of this or do right. something crazy. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, when we talk about, you know, um, leaving money on the table, I think that's also like a fear. You're like, you know, as far as like uh, for why FOMO. you would pull the trigger. FOMO right? all the FOMO. time. Yeah, yeah. FOMO on everything, whether it's a place to eat or what bet on anything. I get FOMO about everything. It's 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 bad for me. And, so. and, and we'll talk about it. We'll, you know, we'll, we'll talk about it here from top to bottom. But, uh, yeah, there's definitely a lot of things because, again, you got to be able to learn from your nights. You gotta, you gotta win or learn or get kicked out of the, uh, get kicked out of the stadium with you without your shoes. Uh, you know, is that the uh, John Kavanaugh saying there uh, from it tonight? Might, it, yeah, apparently. What, what happened there? Were they fucking around? They were probably fucking around. I don't know what. I don't know. Like, either way, uh, Johnny Walker seems like a guy to ride the gimmick. Uh, hopefully, he got his paycheck. We'll get to his result here. Uh, nice to see Mark Fellows, ATB in the chat. Um, yeah, feel free to chime in, guys. Uh, but uh, we're going to go from top to bottom here. So uh, starting from the top as I got the tab pulled out. Just like Drake said, started from the top, now we're here, right? That's, That's what right. Said. That's right. I thought you were going to say just like Jailman had as far as pulled out, but we'll, we'll get to that. Uh, Nate Diaz defeated Tony Ferguson via submission guillotine. Round four. Uh, I'm glad I stayed away from the Diaz sub, which sounded kind of sexy at first. This, of course, is when he... Uh, Opened as a favorite, of course. The line flipped. Um, I, I don't hate anybody that grabbed Tony at, at plus money. But um, even though I, what, I, I'm not going to pretend to be confident just because I cashed the bet, I wasn't confident, uh, in, in, you know, uh, ridiculously confident in the pick. But um, the more I thought about it was like, yeah, you know, Tony with the abbreviated camp in three rounds, uh, Nate training for five. Uh, again, not to sound like Dana White, but the size. And... Mm -hmm. um, and again, something I was thinking about too. I don't think I articulated well as I bounced the ball back to you, Guru. But you know, last-minute spots. We, we, you know, uh, people were talking about. I saw my guy Luca Fury tweeting about uh, that. And and the smart people were, were saying this is that you know, these kind of things make for crazy results. Crazy times make for yeah. crazy results, right? For for the fighters and stuff. And you see a lot of it. And maybe that was my kind of excuse back to our previous conversation as far as the bets, because you're right. I am a guy that's like nuts on prep, right? Guru. But at the yeah. same time, I tweeted that gif of everybody scrambling like the media. It's because we all yeah. have to scramble to rewrite our articles. And as betters, um, you have to redo your process. Now, if your process is just going by the fields and throwing darts, I'm, I'm exactly. not hating. I envy you. That works yeah. great for me. Not so much. And I, I've got articles do that, that involve betting. Right. So, yeah. um, you know, there I go looking to, uh, you know, oh, what? Hamzat sick? Hamzat, right? And we'll, 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 we'll get to that and you, you, sure. you start firing. But 
bouncing the ball back to you. Did any, anything there I say make sense, or am I just rambling nonsense? No, dude, friend? you make so you make so much sense. And anybody that doesn't understand you just is not operating on the correct plane. Um, what you're talking about is so true because a 24-hour notice, I have to scramble to rethink um, how the how the fight's gonna go. And and I'm talking to TB about it, obviously. And I'm like, dude, I don't even know how Tony and Nate is even going to play out. And he's like, well, what do you mean? You just watched all the tape. I'm like, no, when I watch the tape, I watch it from a certain perspective. If I have to, if I'm looking for something else, I have to watch the fight completely over again. Like it's just, I just look for different things sometimes. Yeah, totally. That's very smart. Yes, you you do. So when I, so of course I'm in, we're all fantasy playing. Oh, how would Tony versus Nate play out? Great. I, I didn't think any of that shit through. So until I actually go to the tape and start digging in on it, it doesn't, it's all, hypotheticals so what would happen? hot belly elephants so um yeah that's great that's great great reference all right i got you but like no like no you're, you're absolutely right and and you know these crazy things can happen right back to what i was uh the original point i was rounding to and yeah. when you think about it um nate diaz has always traditionally done well in these situations right like uh you got the connor with 196 um, you got, you know, uh, whether it was bad camps, I was making fun of him that he always had excuses, but say what you will, bad camp or not, he still was an underdog for a reason, big underdogs in a lot of his fights, so he, he arguably overperformed. Um, and in these chaotic scenarios, he does well, whereas I was thinking Tony, I'm like, man, uh, last-minute opponent change. Remember Lando Venata? I mean, that was the fight yeah. that everybody would throw. Now now it's fine when you use it as an example, but when I was, like, trying to defend Tony's case on his ultimate run, you know, uh, pe- people, uh, once that fight happened, that was, uh, people would throw back at you every time. When you, What about Lando? Oh, yeah. Lando it got stuck him. stuck out like a sore thumb, yeah. Right, and you think about it, well, that was what? That was last minute, right? That was off of a big, yeah. uh, that was off of a big week. They didn't have anybody. Uh, it was amongst the many uh, Habib uh, Tony pullout uh, series, right? Uh, and what 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 other uh, last minute things did Tony not do too great on? You know, uh, Justin Gaethje. Uh, granted, that was that weird, you know, first of the pandemic card, so that's more forgivable. But again, no matter the circumstances, these last minute circumstances have not been kind of Tony, right? Um, you know, South Paws, he's a bit split on his record, three and two. Now he's officially three and three, losing to Nate tonight. Uh, so I to love see those Southpaw stats, yeah, those are so yeah, good. Yeah. But uh, to see that, uh, to see so see, to see the line flip and then go from the, yeah. the plus one ten all the way up to a plus one thirty, at least the houses that I play, uh, I had to jump on it, and I, I felt like I could have been chasing because again, if that one point five ad, that's a big ad, right? Especially for me, yeah. who doesn't play over 100%. a unit much. Um, yeah. But if if that misses, that that. All that adds to is my debt, right? So it's like, it's one of those things. And uh, I play in about three houses. Only one lets me round robin. So I pretty much, um, I came uh, close uh, to uh, coming back to even in two of the three houses. Obviously, the house that I round robined in, that's about one uh, one unit and seven ducats and seven dollars um, more that I play in the other houses. Right. And uh, so, so I, uh, but I don't know what, what the math was. Maybe some, some, some kind of discrepancy in the numbers. But I actually came, even though I should be just outside of a unit in that house, I actually came just within a unit. So don't get me wrong, a losing night nonetheless here. But I'm just, I'm just, I'm not trying to feather my nest. I'm just trying to be grateful because um, if you look at my plays again, I'm I, why I'm kind of reluctant to take credit off the top of the show. 
Mm-hmm. The original plays I put out were crap, and I'm not, I'm not very, I'm not proud of that. So I was able to save myself, and again, I, I posted publicly so you could follow along. But uh, that that that's where I end, ended up. Was it a crazy night, result wise for you? Again, not 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 to make excuses yeah. of the crazy shuffle up, but it was a crazy night, right, Guru? Oh, listen, it, I listen, and especially for me, it was a really really crazy night. Um, after five straight weeks of at least eight wins, you know, in each of the five weeks, I had four total tonight. Um, I took the dog shots where there wasn't a reason to be taking dog shots. Mm. We'll talk about that. Sure. I same. didn't. And, and then and then I believe if I counted correctly, which there's a very good chance I did not. <laughs> Se- I believe seven dogs won tonight, which is just I've been watching UFC oh, for wow. a long time. Yeah. It's usually about between for a 12 fight card. It's usually about three or four dogs pretty fairly consistently. Less on this the paper, was... less on the pay-per-views, too, by the way. And then there you go, because they're also usually a little bit chalkier. But and you get the title fights and more more proven sample sizes. Yep, yep, exactly. So better fighters, all those types of things, higher level experience. But generally speaking, about three dogs per card, three 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 and a half, four dogs a card. That's you know that's the idea. Seven dogs is a fuck ton, and yep, Nate Diaz, Nate Diaz being one of them. And if anybody, if you thought Nate Diaz was gonna win, you took the flyer on him. What? Great, I, I really do applaud you, and that's awesome. I don't think. If you were being honest with us, though, if, if whoever the Nate Diaz better is, mm. that that you saw the fight going that way, that he would have won yeah, round no. one, that he won round one on the feet, like yeah. no, dude, it was, it was truly uh, an incredible performance from Nate, and unfortunately, I think we're going to continue to make excuses for Tony, but I do, I think he's just completely washed. Like I love the guy, and I've and maybe I'm just salty because I think I believe I've lost. I think the last four fights in a row on him because I think I've taken him each time after convincing myself back on him each time. Um, like each of them. I took him for whatever reason. I took him dumbly versus Gaethje. I took him dumbly versus Charles Oliveira. And then I promised myself I wouldn't take him versus Benil. And I I think I just fumbled the bag and ended up back on him. And then here tonight, how did you the, – the, 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 the echo chamber. Oh, it, the line flipped. Did it, and then you – and then it's a scramble and you're thinking about other things and, and you – well, Nate doesn't. Nate didn't look very good. Like at least body type wise, like I thought it weigh-ins that Tony looked better. So I'm just like, okay, like you know, and that's a shitty way to handicap. It's not a, that's not the way that you want to do things, and it's right. certainly not part of my process. And and because of it, the the result is not as good. Well, in your defense, in your defense, uh, I, I, I'm a Nate better who who cashed, and I said the same thing at the top. I didn't a I didn't see it going that way, and and b I'm not going to pretend now because. Uh, even though I picked Nate and I bet Nate, um, ain't no way in hell that like you know, uh, I'm as confident as the bet was. So I'll, I will definitely come clean on that, folks. Uh, you guys know me. Uh, uh, and and the second what Guru's saying there, um, Nick Wilson says I just put it up. Uh, said Lucas saying on Twitter that Tony let the sub happen and didn't fight the hands. He definitely didn't do a good job of fighting the hands, but it was no, so deep was into not, the he, fight. He wanted out of there. He wanted out. Yeah, but he, he was so battered. I don't know if that's what Luke is saying, so I definitely don't want to put words in my man's mouth. I'd have to see the context of it. But, yeah, as far as the didn't fight the hands, uh, that's how uh, we, we, I, we, you, the commentary, uh, were calling it before uh, it the tap actually happened. Um, you know, it was, it, was, it was very classic Nate as far as that guillotine. He's always had that. And, um, yeah, I, I, you know, I did look at also the, the body type. Again, I said on the uh, one of the – 
break again. It feels like I just did so many shows this week. Because um, I did the analysis, I did a show with TB. Uh, I did a, a a preview, except we did it over on my my channel this time uh, with uh, my buddy Aaron. Uh, but yeah, man. Um, sorry, what was I saying? Fucking. Don't get hit in the head, folks. No, but yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. But but uh, <laughs> I, I didn't see that first round going that way as far as no, the striking and goes, and and he and, just, and he dominated. He just he was he was a step ahead. Or he he was faster on the feet. He's he was more damaging. Um, even when he was getting hurt with the leg kicks, he if you do any tape on Nate, what does he do in the Leon Edwards fight when he's hurt to try to distract you? He 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 sticks his ass out against the cage. He'll lay around. He starts to play games. Anything to get you pissed off and not chopping at his leg, and he manages to do it again. It's just uh, it's wonderful. And and I what I really loved about it for Nate is not only the win, but it's another signature moment. He channels his brother with the with the playing around and just yeah. just more signature classic UFC. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, classic yeah. Diaz brothers. Yeah, definitely. I'm glad that happened because I did talk about that this week. As far as Nate will buy time that way, and and it, it you know, it, there's a lot of uh, reasons why it would work, right? Buy time to get your gas tank back, uh, you know, get your leg stability back, which he was clearly you know dealing with and trying to sell yeah. by leaning against the cage, and uh, you know, it was letting Tony back in as a Nate better. I was I was sweating there, and and Tony was was fighting smart, and I was like, ah, maybe it was Nate like afraid of the elbows, knowing his scar tissue. And he just, you know, had that Anthony Pettis up against the cage replay uh, in his head where he's like, I'm not going to clinch him when that kind of was the, the thing I was calling for. I thought I thought he could out grapple and force some bad stuff out of the clinch if he forced those things. And I'm not sure if his corner just made the Anthony Pettis note in, in his head to be like, fight him like you fought Pettis. Use the front kicks and tie marches. Um, that'll protect your legs. That'll allow you to close distance. That, that'll allow you to attach punches, right? And, and and get your pressure going. Uh, that'll push Tony to the fence with the way he moves. Because that was another thing, as far as you saying Tony was shot earlier. It's yeah. it's hard. It's hard to. I, it's I, hard. I I, I think it, I think that's just kind of what was open at the time too. Because the way Tony was fighting all fight, right? He's he's ducking like this crazy. He's throwing crazy elbows. He's finishing every combination yeah. with stupid spins and giving his back. So like I'm a layman. I've never fought before, but. I'm thinking while your while your top half is being all crazy like this, what's there? You just keep kicking the body and working the legs, and that's kind of what Nate was doing. As, as yeah, yeah, saying. he had a, he had a good himself as well. And and the thing is, it, it's it's really it's it's really tough to uh, you know uh, to, to to kick when you're going you know backwards and getting that pressure. And, and it feels like it clicked for Nate uh, in that later round, and he was able to get that. And he, you know, once he clinched on his terms or forced that, it immediately forced a bad reaction where he was able to get that choke. And you kind of saw it almost happen a bunch of times before because it would force bad reactions, like you said, to turn. And uh, what I was going to say there, it's hard to blame you for, you know, saying maybe Tony shot or in that direction because his own corner is saying, don't turn your back. They're just punches. It's really bad to hear your corner say that. Um, I was, you know, I, I would uh, not turn your back or anything, but like, uh, that's the level of stuff like, you know, a low level, uh, you know, person like myself would be hearing and sparring, you know what I'm saying? And that, that was really rough. Um, but in these fighters defense, and we'll talk about that, especially with D rod and leech again, when you have these matchups, you're going to have, you know, these mixups, it's going to be weird. It's like, none of us should really be too surprised, you know, when you do this to the fighters like that, you know? So, um, you know, I will say that, um, 
you know, but yeah, Nate, Nate, Nate takes it in round four. Um, incredible, I'm not sure, sure incredible moment. Yeah, incredible yeah. Incredible moment. That was the best part of this fight, though. Um, the fact that one of them, one of these legends, one of these unbelievable pioneers was going to get to come away with a, a hallmark moment for their career. That was the best part of this whole, the whole rearranging of everything. Absolutely. Before we go to the next fight, Mark Fellow says, Dana says no one got a bump and pay to switch opponents. Shitty. Either, listen, you, 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 well, or, or, by the way, that's a complete lie that he says to the press, so no other UFC fighters get the get to thinking that that's what happened and whatever happened behind closed doors is what happened anyway who the it's a contract it's okay. right yeah yeah it's possible it's yeah. totally it's so what you're right they totally had my balls in a vice and i had to double up come on he's not gonna say that yeah he doesn't want to give those managers any ideas too right all right co-main event uh Khamjat chemayev uh defeated uh kevin the smack man holland um Really fast, man. He he got the choke. Uh, we all saw what happened. I will say, uh, real quick, uh, did you catch this part? I, I I saw some chatter. Mark Fellow said, did Hamzat do it? Nadia Kassim, fake touch of uh, the gloves there. He, um, I mean, it, it wasn't that he kind of faked it. It's that it was he. Kevin Holland was like fairly obviously going for a high five, and he just was like didn't did. want any part of it, and like immediately was in on the on a takedown two seconds in yeah and uh again um i picked hamzad officially not saying that he wasn't skilled uh i've i think there's writings back in 2020 of me publishing that he has real skills and breaking those down so uh but yeah man you're gonna put crazy odds in mma it's just one of the it's this is the most volatile sport you that's really the only justification you need when you have giant odds uh first off and secondly I will say, even though he dominated him one by sub, uh, shout out to my guy Ben Folks MMA. He had the plus 700 on the prop squad sheet. Uh, it's always good when at least one of us hit, right? Um, I, yeah. I, I, I kind of wrote the Kevin Holland side, or even though in the breakdown I wrote, uh, I wrote um, that um, I'm picking Shemaev to kind of recreate uh, what Brendan Allen did. I, I didn't think it might happen until end of round one or round two. Um, Chemayev really just sold out for it, man. And Holland, to his credit, was doing uh, Gramby rolls and really trying to do this, doing some folk style. He looked incredible. Uh, escapes, yeah, yeah. It's credit to against him. anybody, right, Dan? Against anybody else, he's getting he gets up. Yeah, uh, you know. Again, I know Kevin Holland is not known for his wrestling. It's not the greatest defense. Uh, I'm sure there's a ceiling on it that's not super high. Uh, I'm the guy saying that you know we're gonna you know to fade Holland because he was getting stupid odds for a while at Welter. Obviously. A grappler like Chemayev is a little too obvious, right? He gets the big favorite distinction stylistically and hype, yeah. right? Um, but but yeah, he he has shown improvements, and that that, that is kind of crappy that he was getting crapped on because a he has shown improvements in the past, um, considering the circumstances, and comes out getting the jump on him. That actually was really good. And how about the circumstances of the fighters having again do this shuffle for reported no extra pay um, for our entertainment? So for people to you know. Again, be shitting on these shitting on these guys, you know. Uh, even Tony with the, uh, you know, that we're, we're five in a row now, right? And we're suspecting that he shot. Like I love Tony Ferguson. We're not hating on no. Tony Ferguson here. He's Never. one of my favorite fighters. No. Um, so I, I, I you know, it, it is crappy to see to see Holland kind of get that against you know one of the you know better uh, better wrestlers out there. 
And this, yeah, go ahead. No, this go was, ahead. This yeah, this this was a win to me. To me, and I I feel like I'm a fairly intelligent individual. To and anybody that could even see into this situation, this was a win-win situation for Kevin Holland because he constantly has put himself in this situation with Dana White in the UFC to be the guy that they call on in this situation. Mm. And he takes a guy he takes a guy on Hamza Shamayev that nobody wants to fight. And he takes a fight that nobody thinks he can win. And, and you know what? He does the best he can. Nobody lands any strikes. He lives to tell, tell another tale. He does, he, if he wants, he can probably, he probably, probably get another fight in before the end of the year as long as he really didn't take mm-hmm. any injuries with his neck and whatever is fine from the choke. Um, I, I, you know what? I, I hate to be that guy, but um, I will take a, a tiny victory lap because it was the very small thing that I actually was able to do correctly. Nice. We did. Nice. We had our we, and I didn't bet it correctly, so it doesn't really matter. Oh. I, by the end of the night, I didn't bet anything, but um, we totally on the emergency pod. So hopefully, somebody that was listening and watching uh, checked it out. We, I said specifically that Hamza Chamayev was, if he wanted to win this fight, couldn't and wouldn't respect the striking of. Kevin Holland, that he would go in right away and try to smash him, and and he would get specifically a submission because FanDuel had a boost up that Hamzat would uh, get the KO. And I said I love fading those boosts, so I said for sure he's getting the sub, and uh, that's how that happened. Nice, nice. I um, was already just kind of just more exposed <laughs> than I wanted to be on the fight, and yeah. my initial bet was what the five dollar bet on Diaz plus thirty five hundred sub round two, mm. and I actually had the Kamzat props. Um, I actually had the Kamzat props, uh, but uh, but that was the thing too. Like I was actually gonna originally do do that, but uh, there was there was uh, there there was some confusion on on that as far as uh, being able to uh, find uh, sub method props, which apparently I am able to do. But I gotta get them through FanDuel and DraftKings, and I'm in Vegas, so I don't have access to those lines. Oh, jeez. Uh, and it wouldn't matter anyways, because obviously that that original booking of Nate Chimaev was canceled. So uh, in a scramble, I was just like, uh, 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 I'll just take the Holland side. I'll write up the Holland side, and I already kind of committed to it um, in the uh, you know in in our private chat, and we we try to aim for stuff that's like over plus four hundred, and there really wasn't anything else that I was on, and you know me, I don't. I don't. Someone asked, and, and in good faith, uh, much love to this person. But like, they were like, "Oh, did you play this?" And I'm like, "When have I never not played something that I publicly put out there? I'm not that person." There are plenty. It is right. more common than you'd like to, than you you'd like to realize, especially amongst the media. But like, no, I put my money where my mouth is. So um, that you know, it, all those circumstances were, were tough. So that's why I was. Uh, one of my one of my messages in the uh, in the uh, what do you call it in the thread er- earlier kicking off was that uh, keep in mind because again you know I back to people shitting on Holland or, or, or other fighters like be a little extra I mean we should be disrespectful anyways to be honest because it's fucking the right thing to do but be a little extra respectful even by MMA Twitter and MMA you know uh, gambling standards to the fighters to the content creators. Always. To the even to the media and to the UFC as far as specifically the like I'm not talking about dude Dana how about White just whatever, everybody like, everywhere the, how about just be kind yeah period. be kind period but like you know but like it, I don't think people realize that like everybody in the uh, industry or space like have to redo yeah. all their you know and I know it's like well we're just we just have podcasts or whatever but but like I'm just talking about everybody right everybody had to redo yeah. something obviously the fighters number one sure. most most sacrifice. So I just think that was something for people to uh, to remind them, you know, to, to be reminded of. But yeah, uh, 
so I was just I was just amongst that scramble, man. It was just stupid. That's why even when I put out the bets, at least, you know, I know it's not the most confident thing to see, but at least I'm being honest, right, folks? When I say this is dumb, don't follow. Here's an option <laughs> instead, and that option, by the way, cashed. Um, you know what I'm saying? So at least I did that. Is that, I, I don't know. Am I, am I talking crazy here, Guru? No, absolutely not. I, again, like, that's what our show is. Ian Parker, other people, like, they have betting shows that you go on here, 15-minute blast of these are my fucking bets and right. they're really good and that's what's up. That's not, I'm like – I even said on a tweet tonight, like have sarcastic, like maybe it's time to hand up, hang up the gambling shoes and just do breakdowns because it's – because they're selling picks or selling yourself to try to get people to listen to your picks and it's just let me talk all my angles about the fights because I can clearly – See, it's I, I like to think of uh, gambling on fights. It's like it's the S, it's SATs, right? There's a or any standardized test. There's a bunch of good answers that fit. That's awesome for you. Like, but it's it, you got to pick the best one. And I was never great at standardized tests, anyways. So. Yeah, same here, my man. But yeah, Chemayev uh, Chemayev gets it done, and um, all the Smash Bros are happy. Smash. But I'm telling you, man, uh, there's reasons why people. Uh, you know, uh, analysts who even picked Chemayev, uh, like me, or they picked him more confidently and didn't sprinkle on the other side like a dummy like me, um, are saying that it's problematic because, you know, in, in defense of my, my, my silly pick, it would have looked good if he didn't get that choke because of all the energy that he was. Again, I talked about that. That was the thing. Like, it was really easy to be like, Chemayev, good wrestling. Kevin Holland, bad. Uh, I like Chemayev. I like undefeated guy, which is why, I like... like Smish. <laughs> yes, which is why it's just like, which is why I, I actually like genuinely love the Khabib meta that Hamzat poorly uh, does, by the way. Because, by the way, another funny thing, the people trashing, like what, trashing Holland while trying to suck Hamzat's uh, cock. Um, it's like, okay, if he's so bad at wrestling, then why is, and Hamzat is God's greatest gift, why was Holland able to get up so many times and just stand right up? Yeah, and, and that was the um, thing. If, if he if he was able to keep surviving, like which he clearly wasn't going to be able to, right, but right, right. if he was able to keep surviving... Hamza was getting tired, like, like I had totally, said, like, yeah. I was predicting it. Like he had to go full force to get him out of there because mm -hmm. if he didn't, he did not have a good chance to win the fight. And where and he would have obviously controlled him right uh, for the rest of the round. But where would he have needed to to put down the pack to recoup, uh, Guru? Where would he needed to do that? Where's he historically needed to do that? The few times. Where, oh, he got you on the feet. No? Which round? Which round? No, which round was oh, he going to recover? For, oh, for, wait. Hamzat. Hamzat. Hamzat or for? Yeah. Oh, Hamzat to recover. Yeah, he, he usually he takes off in the second round. That's not a, usually a good round for him. That's why I played, so. uh, that's why I, that's why I, uh, I picked, uh, round two, uh, round three and round four, because if it got there, he was going to be in bad shape. Um, so that was the basis of the pick. And even though it didn't get there, he was playing right into that for what it was worth. And that is a trend. Again. Under complete different circumstances, he still doesn't care about his pacing. That's really bad. Um, no, and I yeah, I knew that he wasn't gonna because he had to get out. It just it didn't matter. Like he just right. he said, and he even kind of said it while he's screaming like subtly, like in the, in his post fight speech, he's like, I'll I'll die in this octagon. I'll die in this octagon. Like yeah, like he his game plan was yeah. one to either win or die. Yeah. So he went to win. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So there'll be a spot to uh, like legit, actually, like you know, um, 
to, to, to legit fade him. But uh, I, I just hope that, you know, we see him against a better wrestler to see more, uh, to, to someone to force him to see more of his game. And so we get a better idea of his ceiling as far as the striking and stuff goes. Um, again, I, I, I wasn't not picking him. I'm not, I'm not hating on him. It's just, you know me, it's, again, I like these fighters, but it's, it's again, Ensign. Love the music, hate the, hate the fans, and that's me. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's the fans. Oh, my God, the it's fans, the fans, the fans, that fans were me. ruthless. They were booing like well, crazy. Hamza went full heel. Yeah, um, yeah, it, no, 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 yeah, totally. I'm talking about, I'm talking about, like, uh, nut hugger fans, though. Like, and I'm not a big sports guy, but, like, this is the same complaint I imagine big franchise sports fans happen, you know, the the, the bandwagon fans, because they're like, oh, yeah. who's successful? Oh, okay, since I can't accomplish shit in life, I'm going to go jump on this and fucking yeah. get on their band and use, use their comp, another human being's accomplishment as my own, so I can run in random people's arguments and uh, just shit on them and, you know, whatever, off of someone else's accomplishments that aren't mine, because I'm not yeah. fucking doing anything, but there's a zero next to his name, or this is a multi-championship team or whatever like i just i hate bandwagon fans and i was a chicago bulls fan in the 90s folks but i was a pippin fan not a jordan fan and i'd be well, complaining i'd be complaining in the wins that the commentators aren't given aren't given the rest of the team they're too focused on jordan the stats makers it doesn't match my stats that i took so again i, I keep that same energy folks even when i too fall on the bandwagon side that you would think but yeah, I, that, that, that's just a whole other tangent. I just I hate. <laughs> I, that's why I hate like any undefeated fighter because it's just like it's gonna bring about about the most annoying fans, you know? Smash, 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 smash! Like yeah, you guys go smash each other. Go. Uh. <laughs> no, that's funny. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. I, I, I th- no, it's true though. I, I, th- I th- it's, it's in all sports. It's everywhere. It right, is, you basketball, it is. right in basketball, everybody's a Golden State Warriors fan. All of a sudden, really, where were you when Chris Webber was on a day when they were terrible? Like, come on, fucking. You're not fooling anybody. Yeah, absolutely. And by the way, it's okay to be a Khabib or a Kamzat fan. I have plenty of friends. Of course. So that's not a personal thing, folks. It's just me, me talking shit here. Daniel Rodriguez defeated Li Jing Liang to def- to uh, finish this trifecta of uh, the, the, the shuffle matches. I did not play this fight. I picked Rodriguez but was rooting for Lee. I guess I was right. Um, now, I think this was a, a legit close fight where you could have cases for both sides. But was this a case... Where the commentary was on one, which you know, and and they kind of painted the narrative, which made it seemed more one-sided because we were getting live lines of like what minus fourteen hundred for Li Jing Liang, and what was a yeah. what was a close fight. Um, I will admit I was tuning in and out uh, on some parts uh, with whatever I was kind of cooking or w- with a laptop or eating with my girlfriend and watching the screen. But to me, it looked like what I kind of suspected as far as Lee looking. Uh, lost as far as what to do against the southpaw and at least early I know that Rogan's commentary was way off because he was like wow Lee swinging hard and he was trying to turn that narrative which was a nothing narrative and not properly describing what was going on Mm. uh, and he was kind of using it to paint that Lee was winning and I don't know about that and I know we have the second round where Rodriguez arguably did more work slash won more time of the round but gets hurt at the end. So how do you go? You could really make an argument either way. That's just off my memory. Does that? How does that yeah. sound? How did it attract to you that this fight? Yeah, that you you certainly uh, you certainly could be on it. Uh, to me, in these they 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 are, it is a close fight. At the end of the day, um, I, it's tough for me at times because I, I do sometimes feel that I get um, swayed by my bet sometimes too. So I, I think that that's difficult. You had a bet on this I, one? Sorry, I, I, I did. Yes, no, of course I did. Uh, we did. We were on. Uh, uh, Li Jingliang oh, uh, as, as an underdog. Guys, yeah, you know, it was it was tough. 
tough, yeah. um, especially because it, it it was. I thought he for sure had the first two rounds in the bag, and then uh, and then that third he just kind of didn't throw as much. Um, was kind of how I interpreted it. Um, I'm a huge fan of verdict MMA. Uh, right, you crowdsource instead of just having three judges. You get the opinions of the masses, so you get thousands of people live scoring. Um, they scored all three rounds for Li Jingliang. To your point, though, wow. If all if all these people are, let's say, sheep, and they're listening to biased commentary, oh, man. maybe they're smart man over all here. doing the right right. Maybe that's what they're doing. So yes. that that could be a that could be a problem with. The premise of verdict itself. Well, um, no, that, that but, uh, to be fair, I know some people. Or, or just, or just the, just not even verdict. Or just anywhere the, the decisions. I made decisions anything, yeah. too. So, so yeah. anybody who's you know um, shits on verdict but holds up and made decisions. What Guru's talking about is very real. It's human nature, folks. We can't deny that, um, and that affects both those platforms that are that are slightly different. But again, as far as uh, offering different kind of scoring alternatives and viewpoints, or more in depth on the actual scores. Uh, the point, you know, uh, the point is, and uh, you know, that th- that's why we had to be. I hate to say it, especially you know when we see some of these more, m- more, uh, you know, crazier scorecards come through. Of course, but as far as the bulk of it, though, the bulk of it, um, we got to trust some of these veteran uh, uh, judges up close because our eyes can play tricks on us, man. I know I've been, I've been, I've been wrong plenty of times when I go back and watch a fight. Yeah, it's like, just wow, the whole. Whoa. But realistically, I don't know if you saw the scorecards themselves, though. But the scorecards themselves, again, to me, don't over the place. D- didn't. It just didn't make sense. Two judges gave it D Rod round one. Two judges gave him round two, and then I think like all of them had given like Lee round three or something. Like it was fucking. It really didn't make any sense. If they were, Here, if they were in line round three, that's good. If they weren't, that's probably that that that, that, that that's mm-hmm. bad. Okay. Uh, but from what I'm seeing and can remember, rounds one and two I have are close. It right so here. I I can't be too too. To they gave so oh, no so that's what so so two judges yeah. gave Lee round three, two mm. judges gave D Rod round two, and do two judges gave D Rod round one. So it was all over the place. Okay, wow, it, right, and, it, and wow. that makes no and it makes no sense because like as I'm watching the fight and well like the third round I thought was the most one, clear the one not for Lee. Like I thought he won the mm. first two rounds, and then the th- third round he didn't throw as much. So like, do I have no fucking clue what I'm watching, or like, or are they? Like I just very, very, just a whole. That was like the fight that really was just a complete kick in the dick, or I guess kick in the liver when we, yeah. if we, if that's a good transition to the next fucking fight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's transition to the next fight. And again, not not picking on commentary here. I want to shout John Anik. He was doing a good job Love on John. kind of balancing out the narrative as he often does because Joe and DC can kind of lock up in one direction. Um, whether we agree, whether they're right uh, or not, that's just kind of a fact. It's, I'm not trying to 100%. pile on. Um, and, and John's just fantastic on balancing that broadcast because it's, it's, it's ultimately a team in that booth. And uh, John unselfishly treats it as so, and uh, he's the man. Uh, Sounds uh, the best. Arin Aldana uh, defeated uh, Macy Chesson. Be a third round TKO, man. I was going third round knockout. I think in my official picks and plays, which was like super late last last night, I was writing right. Um, I think I ended up like um, going by decision, but saying that you know Macy is going to slow down and Aldana is going to pull away because she was slowing down at like one forty five fights. Imagine at one thirty five, right? 
even with the uh, mid mid catch weight or whatever. Um, but I think it was the fact that Aldana didn't make her cut kept me away from the KO. Uh, even though I, I should have, and hopefully you did. I know some people did that follow. Shouts to my guy Jerry Harper. Um, did add that Aldana KO yep. to the round robin. Um, but yeah, I, as it got closer, I'm just like, you know what? It's Again, it's those things you get in your head, right? We'll talk about certain things like... Uh, uh, you know, my, my gym bias kind of messing with me on, mm. on, on a fight we'll get to as far as, um, you know, calling it very, very right, spot on, but not not committing to it. Mm. Um, but, uh, yeah, that was with uh, Aldana because I like Aldana, but I also, you know, know that betting against Fortis MMA is a pretty decent way to lose money. Yeah. Um, especially they've been hot lately, and I got that in my head. And then at the end of it, I'm like, you know what, screw it. I don't want to empty out to get the one unit back, so I'm just going to be happy with um, fight my OCD and just be happy with a sloppy yeah. one unit shot on that number and just get like 58 or whatever it was back. Mm-hmm. And it cashed, and I was grateful. Any, any takes on this yeah. one? Yeah, no, takes on this one. So, um, I don't like, at least based on the way that you told me that you, you saw it happening, like, that's not exactly how I saw what happened in the fight. Like, Sure. Irene Aldana, Irene Aldana smashed her round one, and I was like, "Wow!" Like I was just really impressed with just that whole smashing. Like I just did not expect it to go that way. Um, I knew that Irene Aldana would be much better on the feet, but it, just the way in which she was doing it was just extremely impressive. And then you come out in the second round, and Macy finally makes it dirty. Right? She yeah. finally goes for those takedowns. She's she's on top. I'm like, this is fucking awesome. This this is the dog spot that we were looking for. Grind her out. Let's right. go. You know, we we thought you know we saw home be able to get inside, right? We I thought that uh, uh uh she'd be able to do it too, and there she was. And then you go into the third round, and she's kind of she's she's winning. She's winning the fight. She's on top. There she is. She's she's on top. She's on the and she gets hit with a. I, I was like looking back to grab my phone for a second. I was on the charger, and then I look up and and Irene Adonis on the floor. And shout out TB, he makes me feel okay. He's like, oh, she just kicked her in the groin. It's a groin strike. I'm like, oh, oh. I'm like, oh okay. Oh. But, Jim, but Jason was going like this, oh, no. and I'm like, I'm oh, like, no. so it's a DQ immediately. What's happening? Yeah, right. And then they then they pull it up, and it's so clearly a toe to the ribs. And I'm like, what the. F- crazy and and it's a perfect liver shot i guess to the I, I don't even she was perfectly fine too after getting up like i after showing so much and again i'm not a fighter so please anybody come punch me in the face for saying this but after showing so much dog so much dog in her in that first round to come out and just like from top position eat a rib shot and like still not play it off enough not you not even you're so hurt, but fall on top of your opponent that's on the ground. You fall the other way and go fetal. You're so close to winning. Whatever. There goes the money. There. Whatever. Well, it's fine. It is what it is. I shout out Aldana. But you know what? She she's a fade to me moving forward. She doesn't. She didn't win dancing on the feet. She didn't win. Uh, you know, crazy KO. Uh, you know, like it's just not. I mean, she, she did win crazy KO, but but not with her hands. Like not the way that anybody would have thought that she would so shout out her for getting the win insanely impressive hopefully they give her a fucking bonus for that because that's nuts but like 
Yeah, yeah, that nah, was crazy. Just, it's the fight game, man. So I, that's why we love it, and that's why we hate it, and that's why we hate to love it, love to hate it. It's all of it. Love that it. was crazy. Yeah, um, it was. No, no, totally. It was going. It was going opposite in that regard. But uh, you know, as far as fading down the stretch, though, maybe the body faded, right? You know, uh, I shouldn't be sexist with this theory. Or I talk about it just in the same weight class for the men. I know that was a catchweight, but it's supposed to be one thirty-five. What do I say about 135? Them real tall people fading. You all see those freak durability injuries, right? At 135, when you're that low and tall. Um, again, mm. I, I didn't really think about it to say say previously, right? I'm just kind of coming to that now after we saw what we saw, trying to put it together. And, you know, uh, whenever someone cuts weight, I talk about this, right? Again, again I, I got to give the same energy to the women, right? When someone yeah. cuts weight and they're tall... Uh, and they're facing a good body striker. And again, this softer wasn't... to the body. Yeah, softer to the body. And again, who could have forecasted an upkick from Aldana the body? Who was going to be talking about that? I'm not saying that. But yeah. again, back to the point of as far as, um, yeah. f- you know, fading that durability as far as whether mm. it's the gas tank or just the body itself. Um, I'd have to go back and watch, but I feel like Aldana was the fresher fighter. I know I definitely was worried once she, once she uh, got taken down because, you know, Macy could just size bully, right? We've seen that before, um, but uh, but yeah, I, I I I thought I thought that you know the knockout would be more from like the classic left hook or clinch strikes kind of a deal. Um, totally, I, I I definitely didn't see it that way, but uh, it's crazy. I, I am glad I played Aldana because I like Aldana. I'm a believer Smart. in her. I got burned with her uh, with with uh, you know. Uh, home which is not the smartest shot to take in hindsight anyways but that was a really you know this card had a lot of bad fight iq but that was a epic bad fight iq as far as just circling and circling and circling and following and following the whole fight um so it was good to see how donna redeem herself now since then yeah and uh, i think that fight iq is literally the now the next perfect segue into the next fight perfect johnny walker defeats e1 cute lava i was making uh, and seasoning some chicken wings uh, some some really good quality chicken wings were on sale, Ooh. and uh, just real simple, just a little bit of olive oil, salt, and pepper. I can't get too crazy with them, um, with the season, uh, you know, with the with the with the, the, the fight season among us. So among me, but uh, yeah, That's talk talk to me then. about this fight. Talk to me about this fight. I stayed away. I didn't have anything. I picked cute lava, <laughs> and uh, I was happy yeah. for all the people who bet Walker. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, and it, and it makes sense. You know, cute lava. Like again, somebody on paper who uh, should just be so much better, comes from a fantastic camp, as you know, and uh, just ju- and has all the talent, right? Powerful striking, um, you know, hardworking guy, willing to mix in the grappling, decent grappling, decent top control, whatever, like, has all the tools you need, but, I mean, fight IQ. You can't, you can't teach it. You got to have it. He just doesn't. Like, would love to buy the guy a beer, whatever. Like, no hard feelings, dude. You, he, he showed, he has now shown it time and time and time and time again. Whether it's getting submitted by Ryan Spann because you overswing yourself out of position and fall directly into a guillotine, or because you are on top and and slide out of position and end up in your and give up your back and end up in a rear naked choke to Johnny fucking Walker. Um, you're just constantly, constantly putting yourself in harm's way for no reason. And you're costing yourself fights. And, uh, you know, it's you've you've become borderline. You've become borderline. You become completely untrustable. 
um, to bet it for, as a betting as in, a, in the betting market. And uh, I, I don't know how I don't know how I did it again. I, I mean, right? It, fool, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame. like how? I mean, I was already burned by the Ryan Span thing. Like, why would why would you do that again? So, um, very uh, frustrated with myself in terms of that. But you know, it happens. He's a favorite for a reason. You think Johnny Walker's gonna win? You didn't think he was gonna win by submission. Hey. That's why they put the gloves on. That's right. why they lock the doors, and that's why they have the fights, man. And that's why we watch because anything can fucking happen. So super happy for Johnny Walker and his camp, a guy that desperately really needed a win to to pump some air into his career, right? Um, yeah, absolutely. And and that was you know, um, Kavanaugh's probably you know. I would guess his strength is more in the in jiu-jitsu as far as, you know, as a black belt, that's more his specialty. So anybody that was um, just banking on that and, and playing that, uh, props to them. Uh, shout out to my guy, Paul Shag. Uh, he had a, he, he posted some sick numbers he got on Walker by sub, man. I love seeing those, man. He is so. unbelievable gambler. Yeah, yeah. Would love, that, to have, would love to have Paul on the pod as well. Would I mean, he's just, uh, like, he's just somebody that's, like, just cashing sizable tickets left and right yeah yeah man i uh, i i love anyone taking those shots uh that that's you know and uh ballsy definitely definitely uh, balls and worthwhile when they come through man it's worthwhile when they come through oh yeah um all right so the next fight will be uh julian arosa cameron from ferris bueller's day off defeated hakeem dewodu <laughs> he does look like him i right yeah i know i, I told is that, I, I, is that is that alan rickman is that his name no, no, no. No, that no. Alan Rickman's Alan fucking Rickman. Snape. I'm, so, I'm so. Yeah. I'm so I don't even know the actor's name because every time I see him, like when he saw, he was What's in uh, Speed with Keanu Reeves, and I was like, oh, it's now Cameron Ferris Bueller. I have to look it up. That's 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 what I just call him every time. Cameron Ferris Bueller's day after me someone in the chat. Well, but yeah, I uh, I pretty much made the case for Arosa, but like I didn't finish my tape study. It's on Al- the, See, that's why. Sorry, I'm um, see. Okay, so you know what? You know how I said Alan Rickman? Yeah. His name is Alan Rock. Oh yeah, Alan Ruck. There we go. Look at so, that. Nice. I don't nice. feel that as nice. Good. Like nice. It's I like give two, you guys. It's nice. two a.m. Yeah. over here on the East Coast. Yeah, and my brain barely and works right tonight. now. Smoking and drinking oh. tonight. So you know, I don't feel that bad about that. Alan Ruck. Shout out Alan Ruck. Yeah, Jesus. Uh, my brain's not working. Um, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, I I pretty much like was like almost at an Arosa pick, and I'm like, you know what? Is it my dang bias here? You know, uh, Dewadu, it's a lot of things on paper. Um, this could really be the point where he really breaks through, you know. Um, but but Arosa is one of those guys where, you know, shout out to Eric Nixick. You know, he's, he's, he's one of the best in the world when he's really putting it all together. And um, he's hit these big upsets over and over again for a reason. He's won some, even arguably won some bigger fights that he didn't, you know, get on the scorecards. Perhaps you could make those arguments if you want to. But mm. the point is, Arosa, you know, uh, is a talented guy. I saw a tweet saying that, that, that dude is born to fight, and uh, I think it was my guy, Agent Ben Ten. Shout out to Ben Cohn. Mm. But uh, but yeah, he he did it. And now I had didn't go the distance with 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 everybody else. I felt like that was a great angle. I had it plus one eleven, and then I even sprinkled on a Arosa inside the distance, just twenty bucks. I didn't want to see again, which I didn't. Uh, or 25, uh, which I didn't, uh, at plus 400, which would have bucked a whole unit back return, right? Would have, would have, would have, yeah. would have cleared me. Um, oh, that would have been nice. And, and that was a part of the round robin, so I would have hit um, two legs, at least for me, and then that would have been three legs if you 
did the one that I recommended you guys to take. Like, holy crap, it was all right there, right? Like, I was looking, it yeah. was all right there. And uh, and negative, the only thing I get credit for was taking a Rosa and Tout Master. And he wasn't even that big of a dog, so it doesn't even give me that many points there. Guru, what do you got? Uh, once again, obviously not my best night, so nothing fantastic. Um, Hakeem Dawadu was our best one of our big plays of the week we played him straight up for like i don't know whatever it was we had like six units on it or something silly um you know looking at the tape coming in he was the much better striker rosa the head hunter Mm -hmm. uh you know we felt that he would be able to move hurt him and keep it moving basically but uh once dawadu missed weight I was immediately, um, like triggered like that. Hairs in the back of totally, my neck, red, yeah, red yeah. flag alarm. Woo, 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 because it, it, all the options weren't good. He had a bad camp. He had a bad weight cut, or he didn't train hard. Like it's none of it's good. None of none of the answers as to why he missed weight were good ones, especially right. three pounds. Like it's just it just really wasn't good. And then you know for Julian Arosa to win in that way. Again, like shout out if you bet Julian Rosa money line, but I bet you you didn't think that that's how it was gonna go. You, I bet you didn't think that he was gonna win, the you know, thirty twenty seven across three scorecards. Like just put a fucking clinic on the guy, uh, and you know D- Dawadu didn't look very good at all. And I bet it was because it's his, of his diminished state, whether it's mentally already going into it, or I'm sure physically, or a combination of both, and. And all those things going on, and and uh, yeah, I'm 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 just I'm not honestly sure about Dawudu in general, like in terms of his overall stock, really, like how good he will actually be or is gonna be in the UFC, right? You look back at at his wins in general, right? A split over Tukhogov, that's probably his best win. Yikes, you know, Trezano win doesn't mean much. A split over Arce is an aging product, not great and then yeah nothing there's nothing really there it's unfortunate for him absolutely and and why i played another dog who did it in cash uh and should have played this dog who i made the case for guru uh but to your point reading that record when i see these fighters with a lot of splits even when i like their style and it's technical which is why my official pick was duodu for the reasons you mentioned yeah the fact is when they when they leave dangerous guys in fights and like fin- guys who finish right, um, yeah. which both these dogs I'm talking about uh, are, um, and and just again leaving it to a close split fight, so where even if the finisher doesn't get a finish, he's got a chance because you 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 know you will let guys back into fights, kind of a thing. Like that's kind of uh, perhaps more than enough of a reason, depending on the price and circumstance, of course, to take a shot on the dog. Um, and so yeah, congrats if you took a shot on the money line. Not even I did. Again, I only took a small stab at the inside the distance. And the fact that the fight would not go the distance. I will say, some of my reads were right, but in the wrong ways, I guess. I talked about Duwadu dipping like a boxer, uh, despite being a Muay Thai guy. But I specifically was worried, more worried about the uh, high kicks from a southpaw stance a la uh, Jamal Emmers uh, and Arosa on Contender Series, mm-hmm. right? Uh, that's what I was more worried about. But what was the shot? It was the uppercut that Duwodu kept to, to my dipping point. But I didn't mention the uppercut, so I, I can't take full credit there. But I did mention Duwodu dips like a boxer despite being a Muay Thai guy, and I don't like that. Someone's going to yeah. catch on to that. Mm-hmm. So props to Rosa and his team. 
Yeah, shout out to Lucrative who we had on the show who had a rough toss, but uh, he um. specific but he specifically said um, when capping this fight with us that um, that Dawadu had a chin that he hadn't been rocked that he mm. hadn't been done that like it hadn't been displayed yet because he has great striking defense but that he's chinny and then you look back at his Danny Henry fight and uh, he gets rocked and then submitted in 30 seconds. And uh, he said that the chin would be kind of exposed here, and, and he started that first round. And again, is it because he's diminished from the weight cut? Is it because he's already mentally not there? Like, right. what happened? But he gets rocked. Or is it because oh, – no, I keep trying to take something away from Rosa. Or is it because Rosa's a really good striker and a headhunter, a good boxer, and he, but he rocks him? So, right, right, yeah. and, and that's the thing. I don't want you – know, you, you don't want to take away from Rosa either Never. because I, I will say this, that – Yes, common sense is to think. Well, I'm sure that you know Rosa looked great, but but still, I'm sure that Dewodu's uh, missed weight cut or whatever going was going on with him affected him. But a coming from his camp, uh, people from his camp, uh, he has a rough weight cut every time. So keep in mind betting Hakeem Dewodu at 145 going from here on out. And b he had a rough weight cut and really bad injuries and wasn't able to train, and limited training situation when he fought Mazlar, Mazvar freaking Evloev. And he still dug out a really good third round despite all that. So if we're going to give him credit for that, we got to keep the same energy too, right? And be like, okay, well. that's well, why I, that's why he earned my money. And Yeah, that, I know. And it yeah, co- that's and it cost just, me my money. Yeah, exactly. That's why I ended up picking and, him too. I'm like, oh, now, I saw that. I was now, like, oh. And now I have to reevaluate his whole stock as a UFC fighter. Be, and be literally because it, it, this is the cherry on top. It, you've now baked me a, a shit cake, and I now need to reevaluate your baking skills. <laughs> I'm glad you said that because one of the things I said was, you know, this was a shitter get off the, the pot spot, and not in the sense of like the guy who's clearly on a winning streak. He clearly wins more than he loses. But it, to, to, to what Guru, Guru pointed out perfectly there, that's exactly what I meant is either he was going to break through, like we said at the beginning of this recap, or. Now we have to kind of reevaluate because it's like you know what is it right? So we could debate on that all day. So let's we'll just would we'll love give, to. I love talking we'll give, with you, Dan Tom. We'll, this is such an honor. Thank I know this is so awesome. Man. This on, is man. awesome. But I just this want to is... make sure we give Arosa uh, his, his love, and I, I hope you all do it. too. Uh, not, not, he not def- you, did, dude. He did, 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 do we know the, the bonus? I'm sorry. Do we know the bonuses? He must uh, have got a bonus. Oh, maybe at... not. He didn't get a finish. He probably didn't get a bonus actually, but he does get Dao, some Dawudu's money. So, if someone wants to type in the chat, if there's a, if you know the bonuses, if they got released as we move on to the Jailman, Jailman Almeida defeated uh, the Pleasure Man a- Anton Turcal. Uh, Jailman Jailman uh, went to Pound Town and he uses Pound Town to scare him to give him their neck, and then he takes their neck and he goes oh, up. That would be nice. Yeah, he goes. He goes. He tries to put him to sleep. Uh, you know, yeah. he Cosby's him uh, physically, <laughs> uh, or Carradine's him. Whatever, take your pick. They're all. It's all dark and twisted. Well, yeah. Carradine at least like accidentally himself. killed himself. Cosby's <laughs> like, is purposely like shooting roofies and fucking people. <laughs> Well, he's purposely Alleg- trying to put these Allegedly. people unconscious, so yeah, maybe yeah, yeah. he could be Cosby, and then maybe uh, uh, Rogerio de Lima will be uh, Carradine, because that guy loves getting himself choked. Yes, he does. Shout out Kill Bill. Yes. Oh, my God. But uh, Jailman got it done. I'm glad I add That was another ad that I made. Uh, I added, um, I think Arosa Inside the Distance, that, that $25 ad was the only one that I missed, but I, I added I added Jailman. 
Um, That's a good I for- one. I forget how much. I just played the uh, only a unit again, but it was like minus 169 or whatever. So just just a pocket and a half unit to help stop the bleeding because I was, I was bleeding like Tony Ferguson's shin at this point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I bled. I yeah, that was me all night, man. So yeah, Jalton was a good one. Um, unfortunately, you know, this was one of the ones I actually did hit because you know, nice. If you if you <laughs> yeah yeah, man, f- listen, follow my picks at Chronic Combat. We will give you all the minus six seventies that will hit. I promise you. Easy, <laughs> easy. No, well, well, listen, we're turning into dog hunters after Sorry. this week. My goodness, yeah, right? Jeez. Um. Yeah, literally, call us the dog pound because that's all we're doing. That, that's why on. I hate when I have a lot of chalk by the end of it. When I'm filling out yeah, my yeah, cat yeah, master yeah. sheet and I'm like, this, I've only got this many dogs. Oh, geez. It's just not. Yeah, it's just it's the worst part about picking dogs is when you pick a bad one, which I did anyway tonight. And we'll get to that. Sure. But when you pick a bad one, you just feel so dumb. Yeah. It's so dumb. It's like, why did you do that? They they yeah. weren't even close. That's so dumb, but then you know it. It it is what it is, man. You you feel dumb either way, so you just got to do what what ends up feeling right. And Jalton Ameda winning the fight felt right. Um, the pleasure man uh, deserves to be in the UFC. Didn't get a contract, so they're like, hey man, you really want to be in the UFC? Why don't you just why don't you just for twelve grand? Why don't you come do us this little favor right here and get get smashed by our boy? You you be you survive. You'll be all right, and then you know you'll get another chance with a full camp. It's fine. So we goes and he does what he can and he tries to survive and and the pleasure man is a is a grappler by nature that's what he wants to do he wants to grind you out he wants to take you down and he wants to submit you and you're fighting fucking jalton almeida and that's your path to victory yeah maybe not in this fight homie so he gets submitted in round one hey he lasted four minutes and 27 seconds that's four minutes longer than a lot of other people at least he didn't cu- call out like a forty-something-year-old Shogun or something after like, the other guy. I'm like, we don't want to see you murder somebody. No, like jail man. Like, but but I will say they they do need to step up his competition because if they keep giving him this level guru, like he's like at the, at, at this point the jokes are gonna become a reality. Like he's just gonna start. I pe- honestly, he's gonna start penetrating I like people it. In there. I like it. Make it like a little circus show. Like, what not he like already forty million years old? Like, just let him just keep fighting the absolute scrubs. Like next, give him. You know what? Give him William Knight next. I love it. Let's go. <laughs> it's, it's gonna be bad though. It's gonna be like, oh, Jailton, he tapped him. And, oh, he's not done. What's he reaching for his trunks for? <laughs> oh, oh no. I want, just... pure, I want it to be pure itchy and scratchy cartoons. Just absolute maulings. Uh, this one kind of looked like it as far as like the chasing. Dennis Tallulah defeated Jamie Pickett via second round TKO. I was just like I was gonna I was gonna add to Lulin and I was like why, why didn't I do it I was like I didn't want to add a you know with all the ads that I made it was silly I was like I, I didn't want to add a Anne Helliger which we'll get to but I'm uh, you know for a whole unit I'm like that's too much I'm like well I'll go you know three quarters it's not a whole unit that way and uh, I saw my guy shout out to Dan Stupp he he did he was smart he split up uh, exposure on the dogs just half a unit apiece. And I actually picked Tallulah and didn't play him, and I realized that, and the fight already started. And, uh, of course, he goes out there and gets the dub. Did you have a side on this one or a, a call? Uh, I, I bet you could best it, bet it was not the right one. Um, oh, this, no. No, yeah. So, again, so this was a fight that kind of earlier in the week, uh, listen, I got to own my own shit, but, like, I was like, oh, I kind of want to take a shot maybe on Dennis Tallulah and Dog. 
and you know tb was like why would we do that no it's a, it's a pass it's a pass okay you're right and, and as and we did pass but as we pass we kind of changed tides and we kind of end up on the picket side we don't and track anything which is fine but for our own personal pocket you know and i and my own personal ever since i've i've started i've i track every single pick i've ever made nice. on my instagram so it's so it goes for my overall record. So for my overall record, you know, and I picked Jamie Pickett because, you know, Dennis Tolulian, why I thought I liked him in the beginning was I, I thought that he was a way more physical striker. I thought he, you know, was way better. He's quicker. And that if he could hurt Jamie, that it would be a problem. Um, I also thought in reverse that every time Dennis Tolulian loses a fight, he loses because of the grappling. And what Jamie Pickett likes to do is he likes to slow down the fight kind of more to his pace and then he likes to grind you up against the cage and win to a decision or whatever the fuck. And I'm like, okay, well, a guy that's not very good at grappling here, this Jamie Pickett should probably get it done. So after trusting TB, of course, you're like, you know, I'm like, oh, are you sure? He's like, dude, come on, like it's a stay away. But no, Dennis is not the one either. He's not even UFC right. level. I'm like, right. okay, you know, I I can get behind that. I've wa- I did watch his regional tape. Like I know he's yeah. like not fantastic. Which by the way, he his most recent loss on the. Uh, regional scene is from a is a guy that's going to be fighting this Tuesday on Dana White's Contenders series. So I, I love that type of tape where you see the incestuousness yeah, yeah, yeah. of of right. the MMA world. So that guy's actually going to be pretty good because he just he beat Dennis Tuluia and then he obviously deserves to be in the UFC if this guy's he is UFC caliber, I guess, because right. he beat Jamie Pickett. But now, like I said, now now it's similarly you got to reevaluate Jimmy Pickett as as a as a fighter as well, really kind of low fight IQ. Didn't really have anything going for him here. Couldn't get going. I, I wonder if there was an injury or if he said maybe he felt flat or something because he looks fucking, he just, I mean, is a, is a freak of nature. And he just looks fantastic when he gets into the cage and then, then the fight starts and then he does not look fantastic anymore. So, yeah, yeah. It's a, uh... It's it's tough, man. As somebody who battles, uh, you know himself, and you know, uh, maybe there's a little bit of that going on in there, mm. uh, and and that reflects through the fight. Uh, but Tolulin, uh, I don't know if he's still training over at Extreme Couture. He looks familiar, the cat. And um, I didn't get to tape this one, and this is you know, uh, if, if I don't look at it, it's 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 hard for me to just kind of like completely blind bet. I, I'm not really comfortable, so that, that's probably why I laid off it too. But Chris Barnett defeated Jake Collier uh, via second-round TKO. I did not lay off that. I had uh, Collier in a parlay, and I was, you know, wanting some action because, again, I wanted some early action, which is why I took the uh, Ann Helliger shot, which we'll get to in a second. That went down, and I was like, you know what? Let's. Um, I was like, wow, the fight doesn't go the distance. is actually pretty playable uh, for chalk-wise. Um I, I can't remember what it was, but it was somewhere the um, minus one something, which was playable to me. So I actually uh, laid it for the full, for like uh, you know, uh, to, to get a unit a, a unit or so back. I think it was minus one thirty. Yeah, and I put one point five units on it uh, for a fight doesn't go, I believe, or was it the mm. under? Uh, the under. Uh, e- either way, it was very reasonable. I felt, and I said sadly, this I might need this as a hedge, but I was hoping to just double dip right and Collier wins and in, inside the distance because I got priced out of inside the distance and I didn't want to choose Parker between uh, sub- <laughs> Parker. Yeah, I choose. You have to choose. You do that really I didn't, well. I, I didn't awesome. want to. I didn't want to. Uh, I didn't want to have to face Willem Dafoe. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, <laughs> let me go. Let me just take the fight. Doesn't go. 
And yeah, unfortunately, great, great unfortunately, I needed it. Well, yeah, it, it, yes, yeah, yeah, it was, but uh, I, I ended up needing it though, eh? Because um, because sure, Collier, Collier went down. Um, and you know, uh, I don't hate the stoppage, Collier. You know, he gave up. No, 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 that. not not that. As far as if anybody was complaining, as far as uh, oh. Mark, uh, as far as Mark Smith not stopping it, like I bet Collier, uh, and I'm not complaining about that because it was just one of those things where. It was the same thing that Collier got Collier in trouble. Uh, it was the same reason why he didn't get the stoppage. Is is that weight, man? It's like a cow. Once you tip over, he couldn't get up. But you know, conversely, when he was on top, he was having a hard time getting the leverage because he just needed a couple more steady shots, and Smith was ready to stop it. But it was just one of those things that um, you know Barnett was responding every time Smith said move, and Collier could not. Uh, base himself I mean it was a lot of weight on both ends granted it's a it's a it was a heck of a dog fight he was tired I'm not yep. hating on the guy but I'm just saying it was uh you know I I I, I would reserve hating on the uh the referee because I'm biased and I bet it and uh I'm okay with the stoppage yeah well so wh- whichever way you want to look at it we'll, we'll look at it in terms of our breakdown this was the sixth the sixth of six catch weight bouts on Jeez. this card. Yeah, it was. So yeah. that's freaking nuts um, for starters. Jake Collier absolutely decimated Chris Barnett in round one. Yeah. Sent the man to the hospital. Um, I was fairly certain that the fight would be stopped in between rounds. All you really had to do was block his one eye and then ask him if he could see how many fingers this was. And he, the fight was should have... It should, he, yeah. I, I thought he was like stroking out on his face or obviously had some sort of nerve damage. I didn't know what was happening. Um, and then, again, similar to the Macy Chasson thing a little bit, it's like, it's, you, you, do you have the, do you have the, do you have the cojones? Do you have, what do you got? Chris Barnett? If you think he's uh, too big at 267, uh, his heart must be. 200 of those 267 pounds. That man is a fucking dog. To come out and and put on to keep going. I, I mean that's fucking crazy. I just thought when you said his crazy. heart, his heart. I just picture like one of those uh, morgue scenes in the movie where they uh, <laughs> autopsy and they boom and you're the thud yeah, on the yeah. table like. And it was like oh Jesus. Yeah, yeah. That's a stomach or whatever. That doesn't uh-huh. work. Yeah, it's not like one of those. It's not one of those like meat scales too. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, sorry, sorry, um, folks. That imagery. Go ahead. No, yeah, that's gross, but it's very funny. I'm, a, I'm totally with you. But dude, dude, dude's a fucking animal to come out like that Jeez. and put Jake away. Jake, but that's what I'm saying. Jake didn't want to be there, and he could not get the. Obviously, after finishing cutting weight, I'm sure he ballooned back up to like 280 or whatever the fuck. This 280 pound behemoth it's just sitting height, on man. his chest, raining down to punches on him. And he was tired and 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 mentally defeated. Like he couldn't believe that the fight was still going or whatever. That he didn't get the sub. Um, so uh, I hate to like if if this whole night was uh, a stab wound. This is twisting the knife. This was uh, one of the biggest plays we've ever laid for whatever reason. And it was on. We had Jay Collier in it, and uh, obviously it goes down because oh. for whatever reason. And and it's just. If you've if you've handicapped MMA for ten minutes, you would know that any heavyweight line above minus two fifty right, right, should give you immediate yeah. pause 
So what the fuck are we doing? Well, oh, well, I'm watching tape, and Jake Collier is clearly the more technical striker. He switches stances. He did yeah. – okay, dude, that's fucking great. When was the last time technique mattered in a heavyweight fight? What the fuck are you talking about? What? That That's – that's being your your uh, yeah. outthink your 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 yeah. fucking you're running before you even put on your shoes and socks. Like what are you ta- like what are you talking about? We get these reminders so, all the time, even when the favorite wins, right? We get these reminders, yeah. right? So yeah. it's yeah. just I'm just I'm, I'm putting right, right, no. putting lip I'm putting lipstick on a pig. Like I don't know how many terrible analogies I can think of right now, but it, it was just there's no fucking reason to be on Jay Collier. It makes zero sense in terms of any logical um, betting betting handicapping that you've that we've ever learned or practiced. So and that happens it, to the best of us, man. We break our own rules. Like, why did we do that? Why did I do that? Why get why did I get burned on this? Um, but I will say, uh, you know, the, the the thing is with these ones, I will say with with a card like this, it's like that. Uh, it's like that thing, you know. Uh, you know, kind of a crude analogy, but like uh, me. A, a ten as as far as like you know, a really good looking person or whatever. Um, if you're in a room, you know, if you're in a room full of, you know, sixes, uh, you know, the, 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 the four starts to look like an eight, you know what I'm saying? Right. It's dangerous. It gets dangerous in there. And again, I'm not calling, you know, Nate Diaz and Tony Ferguson sixes, uh, although, you, you know, or anything <laughs> like that, or, or Kumshat Shemayev sixes, but you get what I'm saying? Like, uh, you, you get, you know, a lot of people were staying away from those, uh, mixed yeah. up cards for good reason. And I don't blame yeah. them. So you immediately could, you know could take those off the board. You could take the other outpriced out, out, out ones off the board or volatile fights, yeah. and then you start saying, "Well, I need something." And well, it is a high price. It is heavyweight, but this is a sure shot. He's gonna beat Chris Barnett. Barnett missed weight, and da, 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 da. you talk yourself into it. Next thing you know, you're big nothing. on a heavyweight. You know, and there was really nothing that I had seen from Chris Barnett other than his incredible heart, which has always, and his amazing personality, which right. has always been on tape. That was always there. There was nothing but that for him working for him in this fight. Mm. But it, yeah. it's all he, he shows you again, it's yeah. all he fucking needs. So um, yeah. I have to swallow that and eat that. And, and the worst part is, and I've, I'm truly just being honest with myself, I'm sitting there with my biggest better than night on the thing, and after watching Jake Collier beat the piss out of him in round one, and him still there, I'm like, I kind of want, I kind of want Chris to win, right? That little <laughs> part of you, yeah, that yeah. little part of you, because you love to see the dog yeah, win, and you sure. love to see it. Yeah. And he does the flip, and you know, so yeah, I'm happy I couldn't even to see be mad. I couldn't even mad. Yeah. Oh uh, well, I, I well. definitely could be. I, I was more no, but like I wasn't even mad at him. I was just more myself, you know. And yeah. and 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 I guess that's why I am. When I said I twisted, I like I actually am happy to come here and talk to you about it, even the bad ones, because it will. First off, I I will remember it even more, so that I can learn from it even better. And number two, the whole maybe to to learn, and if I have some following, and you certainly do as well, I, if I can help somebody learn too, then I'm happy to be a a a lesson. That's why I do these two, man. That's why I do these two. You, you know. I, I, Pulling from this, uh, from this knowledge. But speaking of twisting the knife, now, uh, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm trying to, you know, be devil's advocate yet, uh, you know, defend uh, everybody as well, uh, you know, especially the fighters and the, and the, and the, you know, and the people, uh, the thankless jobs and stuff like that. But uh, 
Man, twisting the knife, you know. Uh, we were so close to getting that Dumont submission in the uh, round robin. And oh. for her to uh, say, uh, to, to, to be uh, so smug and say, I wanted to teach her about jiu-jitsu when you don't get a submission win and you don't even get a takedown until seven minutes halfway into the fight. And at that, that those were like, you were reluctantly going to those yeah. takedowns or taking those positions. I was just like, you know what? You bet what you bet. I'm happy she got the one. She was a parlay leg that was still alive at the time. But I was just like, do you really got to go and say that you were you wanted to show her the jujitsu when uh, everybody was waiting for you to do it and the commentary and the betters to everybody else? Like, I don't know. Guru, what would you have in this one? You know what? Again, like, I'll just I'll give you the long story because I guess I have to, um, you know, look at headlines. We had all we had parlayed. I had parlayed Whitaker just for my own personal stuff. I had parlayed Whitaker to win round three or decision to Dumont money line because I was searching for just something to cash, and that's just what. Nice. So like obviously pre-tape. Uh, that's how I was thinking. Right. Okay. Then we go into the pod, and we're like, okay, we'll we'll do the chalky parlay for one unit. We'll do Collier, Almedia, and Dumont. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, Great for at least fun. one yeah. unit. Whatever. But then somehow through all of this and, and again, list, looking at face-offs, which mean nothing, we're like we get totally spooked off Dumont to where we pull her out of that parlay and then we make that huge parlay with Jake, which obviously burns the house down. And then we <laughs> decide – and then we decide that this – is where we want to take our little couch cushion sprinkle on a dog money line here. Oh, Why? Based on what? The weigh-ins that like she doesn't have. She doesn't know. dog in MMA. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Just, just but like just obviously oh, we you, were we were wrong a right. decent amount tonight, so we're just barking. The beautiful old saying: we're just a dog barking <laughs> up the wrong tree here. So hey, we're on the wrong. We were just, but and we like Dumont. But again, we like Dumont and the congestion sometimes. Mm. And uh, yeah, it it happens. So we I, took a, and it was it was a half unit stab, like whatever. It wasn't a big deal and made made meant nothing to us in terms of our night sure. um, overall. But just um, just brick by brick, we the the shit house that we built. This was. Uh, an unfortunate place to be. We should again. The half unit should have been on Chris Barnett. Why would you take it on Danielle Wolf? Like if you're gonna do it, you do it in heavyweight MMA where you can get a freak finish. You don't do it yeah. in women's MMA with the girl that has one oh, MMA Lord. fight and she didn't get a right. knockout and she didn't look good and she hasn't fought in two years and she, just what what. We did have a women's uh, freak finish, but it was the favorite. But yes, no, to your point, yeah, I, I guess. Right. Um, yes. But yeah, du- Dumont and her dump truck uh, drives on through. Uh, Alatang, that thing is incredible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That thing is world. That is world class. <laughs> world class. Yeah, that, it's a it's a it's a fan favorite uh, attraction. Uh, Haley Alatang defeated. Yes, her grappling Jen. skills. Yes. Uh, yes, defeated course. Chad uh, and Helliger via unanimous decision. Of course, this was the dog. Sh- I I should have listened to the people in the chat. Uh, the uh, the team Magnum was telling you know. And again, I was I, I know about those Mongolians going to fight ready, and uh, I know all about that. It wasn't that I needed to be sold there. I just when I finally went to watch the tape, 
you know, I had people I respect on one side, I had people I respect on others, so I can't really say I was swayed, right? Because I felt like, you know, my circle was like split, right? So I don't know, I don't know if I was swayed by anybody. So I went to watch the tape uh, this morning myself, you know, and as I wanted something early, you know, uh, to maybe, you know, maybe uh, hit and then you kind of, you know, free roll into the into the card, right? I, I kind of structure that too. So that's, that's another reason why in my defense, I'll leave stuff to be added later because I want to see how the night's going, how I'm hitting, right? So, the, so that's kind of how it will go. So sometimes by that nature, which is not right, folks, and it's very dangerous, you gotta, I, I got to be aware of this. Uh, by that nature, I may be more apt to take shots early in the card than maybe I should be because I'm gonna want some ammo later, right? I'm gonna want right. some free ammo from the card. I don't, I don't want to risk it all up front because I'm a cheapskate, right? I want to see what I can, I want to see what I can get from the card and cherry pick, right? Yeah. Um, so it was one of those things. I think that was kind of uh, again, you know, it was only you know three. You, know what you should spend that money on. What was that a monorail? Monorail. Monorail. He's just peddling easy answers uh, for, for easy money. And how? Um, <laughs> that was great. But, uh, but, but yeah, like, uh, but yeah, I, I, you know, just like you're saying, it wasn't much as far as your half unit, but that's the whole point of us talking about this. We got to figure out, you know, wh- wh- why did we take that shot? Wh- where did we go wrong? And uh, Alatong Haley uh, had skills before, so I don't want to say that I was surprised by his skills. He did look a little better. But uh, I think um, he looked, again, not taking away credit, like, do you want to give him a credit like a Rosa? But I think he looked better, and Ann Helliger looked uh, worse than he normally does because it was a clearly a really bad start. He got rocked, you know, in the first round uh, multiple yeah. times and couldn't really recover off of that first one. It was an equilibrium shot. And uh, props to Ann Helliger for hanging tough and having the right attitude you need to have. Uh, but he couldn't uh, mount anything to come back, and it was a clear... Uh, Haley uh, Alatong win, and uh, very happy for him and any of my friends that were on him. Were you on any sides here, Guru? Yeah, so um, this was our... Personally, it was a bright spot, and for our pod, it could have been a bright spot. Um, We were on Alatong Haley. We were all over him. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's somebody who we liked. Um, I just... the, The biggest... I'll start with the biggest concern we had about Alatong Haley, and that would be his output. Yep. We were concerned that he wouldn't have enough output. But yes. I felt at the end of the day that even though An Helliger um would throw more, that he also gets hit way too much and that an overall MMA game that Alatang Haley was better and that if it needed to go to the grappling that he had the grappling as well and that An Helliger had just been taken down by Strader and Strader is like the purest boxer that you got and you're t- that's you're getting taken down by Strader, that even that Alatang Haley would be able to do that as well. So I felt good there. Um, so, yeah, so that was good. And for me personally, um, I bet um, Alatang Haley in the over one and a half. So for the first round, I'm fucking freaking out. And then for the rest of the fight, it was basically smooth sailing. He didn't actually, to, to your point, I guess, being on uh, Chad, he had a better, he had a much better, better second round he got 30 27 yeah but he really did have a much better second round it just yeah was too little he, too late he hit a lot of the counters that i thought i would see him hit on tape but the problem was is that a i forgot that he was a former 125er whereas uh haley is is, is, is a you know sizable yeah he looked powerful huge. guy and i think the commentary nailed it is that you know again and i'm usually on the side of experience right so shame on me 
but he also had that experience at that level, so we had more to compare, you know, where I felt like whether you were taking positives or piling on to negatives with the straighter fight, it's hard because it was only that one fight and how much of a sample size, uh, you know, can we depend on for straighter, right? No offense to him, not shitting on him, but I'm just saying. So that was the kind of dangerous thing, right? And I heard that with a lot of the breakdowns as far as like, ah, that's why I'm taking Haley's because of, uh, um, you know, how he looked on the straighter cat and who this straighter cat is supposed to be or not supposed to be. So I was like, mm. uh, let me just see what I, I will, you know, see for myself. And I saw a really good technique, which does count for something, just regardless of level, right? That being said, uh, maybe I should have accounted more, you know, for the level. But what, what also kind of sold me was that I didn't think it was as bad of a look um, as people thought because the takedowns were me were meaningless and I kind of saw I kind of saw the pace equation uh, as it was happening slash arguably before even like the commentary started kind of picking up on it as far as straight or tiring I saw him tiring yeah. real early so I had no dog in that fight but I was watching as if I were to have bet uh, Ann Helliger and I would have actually been feeling good even in round two um, you know uh, where some people were still scoring for straight or where I honestly scored for um ann helliger so so for me i was like well it's not as you know it, again this is the reason why you know you should watch your own tape right make your own make your own yeah. case so i'm like let me take this ann helliger shot for that and all the other reasons i told you guys but like i said for all the other reasons i should have listened to perhaps not you know uh, bet against experience and uh bet on bad sample sizes or not incomplete sample sizes very dangerous to do right so I, I think sometimes I think I sometimes I was talking about this with TB. I think sometimes you, or not you, but and I say you, I say sure. no, yeah, the collect the collective you, or the collective handicapper. You like you get stuck like okay, I'm watching this fighter and I can see these clear and obvious holes in their game, mm -hmm. and they make their clear and obvious holes that are exploitable. Yeah, and their clear and obvious holes that are exploitable, and I think I should fade them, but. You don't always, you're not always sure, or or at least when you end up fading them, that this fighter specifically, their specific opponent, is going to be the one that will specifically capitalize on the holes that you're weary of. And if that opponent is not going to do that, then it doesn't really matter that you saw those holes. You can make a note of it, right. but it's not relevant here. And and sometimes it may be, in, even in this case, you're, you know, what, Al Tang Haley's pace, oh, that's not good enough. Okay, right, but... The problem is, is Ann Helliger's pace is great. That's cool, but he gets hit way too much. And if you're taking damage, it doesn't matter if you're throwing strikes back because you're going to be, you're just, you're not hitting, you're losing the fight. Like it's just, it ends up not going well. So that's how I, I love playing Captain Hindsight. So it's much easier to talk about it that way. Totally. So shout out to Ghost but Phantom. Uh, uh, shout out to my boy Haley, he says, yeah. and shout out to Team Fight Ready. He used to be plotting and now he is calculated with a game plan. Yeah, mm -hmm. no, totally. And he's like would grab the cage and like make really like really weird things. Like in the, when I went back to watch the Gustavo Lopez fight, that was kind of part of the reason. Mm -hmm. And like maybe if it gets ugly, you know, uh, uh, Ann Helliger could get hit, but then H Haley could make some bad decisions, and then that you know maybe put him behind or something. Obviously, it didn't happen here. He the, the, he's looking better with every camp at fight ready. So, um, hope you know we'll see if the odds makers start putting more respect on. Uh, well, no, they, I feel like they put respectful odds on Alatong Haley here. Uh, they had him the favorite. It's um, Orichi Lan. He was, was a more respectable favorite, like one seventy or one eighty. You know what I mean? And and fights that like you're, well, I'm in fights where 
handicappers are laying chalk yeah. on fucking Jake Collier. Right. Why aren't you doing it on Alatong Haley? Because True. He was kind of disrespected. He was kind of disrespected and forgotten about on this card. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't get to, and that was another thing too, is I didn't get to these late. So I was rushing, not trying to make an excuse, but again, um, it was like, oh, I, I, I got to study it. And I would get in a fight and oh, got to do a show. Oh, got to do another show. Oh. Yeah. And then like, so I don't know how, how, how like, active like some of y'all are out there in the community massive props but it's really tough to do and then i have to rewrite pretty much all my articles uh like every you know, a bunch of other people did not just re-record a podcast i had to rewrite articles folks restudy stuff yeah. and uh you guys see how much crap i get if i dare not even pick a dog like i <laughs> i talked about laying a flyer on the favor i said tom's probably gonna sub him but here's the flyers if it doesn't happen and just the crap i get week to week for like what do you guys want? How about, what do you guys well, how want? How about this? How about that? I got to – Dan, how about we like t- turn off – like I know you need – like I know you, we need to see the comments, but like don't – like that's what I'm saying, dude. Like yeah, they – whether you win, whether you – they shit on it regardless. Yeah, I know. I if, know. if you could like – I don't know how exactly to do that. Just like drill into that. Like Michael Jordan shooting the free throws, quiet yeah. in the gym. Just – because you're the like you are the nice. man like you and you nail it st- and you still nail it, with all that pressure and and the mental that you put on yourself you still nail it so you know you're leading the the MMA junkie pool like for years right don't are you a multiple time no, champion no, no, in that no no just one only, only one, one time only champion one, one time only one, only one thank you okay, no, thank okay. you you know no, no, I'm sorry I appreciate I just, it I'm sorry I, I was just it. seeing I was just seeing into the future my bad my bad no 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 um, no I actually took myself out of the pools but I am doing a separate tracker on my comics article. You can track yeah. my picture. But again, it, it, it's kind of uh, crappy there, too, because, again, that's why I complain about these card <laughs> structures. Because, like, it actually worked. You know, as uncertain as this card was, I think I went 4-1. and one, So that'll help my stats actually pretty nicely. You know, 4-1 and one night. But, yeah, it's been mur- uh, murderous. But uh, next fight, Elise Reed uh, defeats Melissa Martinez. Yeah. Um, I picked Martinez here. Uh, I started feeling good about the – even though I didn't play it, I started feeling good once I saw Elise Reed uh, gas because that was my memory before. And um, but she uh, she got to it, man, and uh, got it done. Any thoughts on this one? Yeah, no. So that that was the problem. He, this is this this is how I should have known the the night was not gonna go too well, um, because we had parlayed Melissa Martinez and Alatong Haley um, together instead of laying them separately. You know, whatever to win a unit each, we decided to parlay them at one unit, which makes no sense. And uh, we end up losing that parlay, obviously. Um, Melissa Martinez uh, was looking, gets rocked bad in round one. She throws a, a, a leg kick, or not a leg kick. She throws a kick that just is, is unchecked or un, unprotected and just gets absolutely floored. And if she isn't as young or as in good a shape, she's definitely sleeping. So she f- figures her way through it, yeah. um, com- comes back, wins round two, and is winning, going to win round three. And puts herself in a bad position and is just grounded out for the rest of the round. And that's that's all she wrote. And Elise Reed dominates and is a is a, a, a nice a nice dog play for anybody that was smart enough to take her. Yeah, props on anybody that took the uh, the WMMA dog as as they as they say. But uh, lastly, but not leastly, Johan Lines defeated Darian Weeks via split decision. Um, I didn't have a strong opinion on this because I wasn't watching closely. It also sounded like a lower uh, action affair, which always creates, you know, controversy or uh, people upset. 
Um, I didn't. I, I don't know if you were on it. I didn't see too many people on it. I know my guy uh, Dan Levy. Shouts to him. He was on Johan. Uh, shouts mm-hmm. to my guy Dan. Uh, I, I know we were both on like the same some some bad beats and the same bad beats last year. So I'm glad to see that guy killing it. Um, but uh, I didn't have a, a, an opinion on this. Although I did laugh because even though I didn't bet it, my official pick, even though I know investment, um, was weeks. And again, guys, whether I'm betting it or not, we know how whether I'm doing well, okay, or crappy. It doesn't matter what the weather is. The weather is always crappy for me when it comes to close decisions. I do not get these things, even when I could care less and I'm not even paying attention like this fight. Do you have an opinion? What happened here, uh, Guru? So, um... Yeah, listen, you you win some, you lose some. So, uh, you know, I I didn't get the Li Jing Liang split decision. Well, I got uh, that but one, I, but I didn't play it. But good, I did. Good, so good you point. got. Good, I, good, good so point. I didn't yeah. get the Li Jing Liang one, but I did get this one. Um, we were on Johan Lioness. We had laid two units. Nice, good job. Um, so yeah, so yeah, it was it was nice. We I see TV, the and dancer, I started yeah. our night. We were very excited. It was a very nice win for us. Um, so we were like. Oh, this is gonna be a great night. Everything, this was awesome. Let's get one going. Um, you know, Johan didn't look very good at all, to be quite honest. Um, I, I, you know, I kind of wanted it. It's fucked up, like, and that's the problem. Like, you kind of wanted to believe. I did a real mental check of myself. I really pushed myself in the gym. My cardio is gonna be much better now. I, I losing my own meant a lot to me. No activity, no cardio. Like, it was, it was brutal. No power. Um, but to to what we faded Darian Weeks on as the favorite, which is again why you have to be a dog hunter in MMA, uh-huh. is because Darian Weeks does nothing, and that's why we faded him. Like he does nothing. It's why I faded faded Mandy uh, Mandy Bohm recently. She does nothing. Like I, it's why I fight faded Dwight Grant. He does nothing. When you fight, when you f- see people that do nothing, you have to fade them. Darian Weeks is a wrestler that doesn't wrestle, and he's a halfway decent striker that isn't throwing any strikes. Like, continuously. Not against Gabe Green, not against uh, Gary Machado. Uh, Gary Machado, what's his fucking... Uh, uh, Ian, no, Ian Gary Machado, that's so funny. Right. Ian Gary Machado, Ian Gary and and, uh, and now he didn't do it versus Johan Lioness either. And he's going to find himself on the unemployment line in a minute or free agency, whichever you want to look at it. So, uh, hey, I, it, I that helped mitigate the damage, but I guess not. I don't know. It was it was a absolute bloodbath. But if I had to talk about it for two hours, I would yep. not have wanted to do it with anybody else much, other man. than Thank you, man. Thank you for, for joining me. No, I, yeah, and I'm not. I'm still down to keep you know talking with the chat or whatever you want to do, but. Uh, um, that that was a good win at least, um, nice. even though it probably Ending broke a couple a good, people's hearts. Well, we had to end on a good note for you on the B cap there, and uh, yes. yeah, Ian, Ian Gary Machado. I'm not here to be part Portuguese. I'm here to take over. Dude, do you have you seen his? his do you know his uh, wife? I, I'm sure she's. I'm sure she's she, a very attractive. Uh, uh, she's woman. um she's she works for I think she works for BT Sport or something. She definitely does has done some UFC work or something. She's just um, yeah, just. She's just wow. All right, but all right, that, yeah, good, good, yeah, good, good for him, doing good for himself. Excellent. Um, yes. Thank you guys for joining in the chat. Like the video below if you haven't already. Uh, my man Ghost Phantom ninety eight says, "Don't understand why people say bad things about Dan's picks." I'm not a betting man, but at the end of the day, he has good analysis and the tactics about the tactics and habits of each fighter. Appreciated that, especially coming from you, Ghost. 
someone who Couldn't does their more. work, knows their stuff, trains, uh, part of the community. Uh, appreciate that. So, uh, no, thank you. Uh, everybody gets crap. It's just people like to hate. I think it's one of those things like uh, I was like wishing my guy uh, Clint well and – he was like, wait, we're opposite on a pick? And I'm like, yeah, we're opposite on one pick. It's all good. If you uh, hit it, uh, I'll be the first to give you props or whatever. And um, I give, you know, you, I, I just wish people, more people had that attitude where, like, you know, uplift people. Even if they're on the opposite end of you, if they get the better, you give them props, man. You see these fighters beat the crap out of each other and still shake hands. Like, well, why can't we you know do what it was? via I, a tweet? Like, it you wanna, do you want to you wanna know why? Do you want to mm. know why? I heard, I heard CJ Saftik say it the other day. I'm going to steal it from him. It was CJ. really, really, it was really smart. He said, gambling is an addiction. Mm. Smoking, drinking, gambling. If you fuck with somebody's addiction, they get hostile. Yeah. So totally. you fuck with somebody's totally. gambling, you fuck with their money, and all yeah. of a sudden they get hostile. And yep. sports, watching sports, is it like rooting sports, being a fan can be addicting. Like Philadelphia Eagles lose. They put or when they win, yeah. Like they they burn their city down either way. So it's like you fuck with somebody's addiction and they get. And so I I think sometimes you 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 especially since you're, you know, fairly big in your space. I think you get a uh, an it's unnecessary a damn blue brunt check of that. mark. It's that damn blue check mark, man. Like it, it's cool if you want the attention, but like I'm not wired that way. Again, that's always the funny thing. People are like. Media guy who wants clicks. I'm like, I love that stuff. I'm like, you're barking up the wrong tree with me, man. Like, the normal, you, there's plenty you can criticize before, don't get me wrong, but like the normal, like, uh, media accusations or tout accusations. I'm like, I'm like the last guy, but to your point, yeah, like, uh, yeah, it's, it's an addiction. And like, even though my stuff is free and public and transparent, and I can pat myself on the back about that, the fact is, people probably see it. You know, maybe they tail it and they get pissed off and it's a grudge or something, you know, you know, or something like that. Right. Uh, and and yeah, I mean, that's the reason why I did my own tape, even though it was the day of fight day. Right. Because I'm like, I don't because I get it. I get it. You you tail someone. You're like, ah, crap. Right. Even if you don't even if you're healthy about it, there's still that like little part of you for being honest. where you're like, ah, crap. Uh, and uh, I love lamp. And, um, you know, so that's why I went to watch the tape, you know, uh, it didn't matter if the play hit or missed, it missed, obviously, but, like, the point was, um, it was my research, it was my money, it was my decision, I'm a big boy, I can make my own decisions, and that's how it should be, whatever your process is, own it. That's how everybody should be, 100%, that's how everybody should be, and, um, you know, and I am a little bit of a baby sometimes, but that is the best part about being here with you right now. It's, <laughs> it's so easy Good. to te- fucking Good. take a victory Good. lap. I made six units. I sure. made sixteen yeah. units. Yeah. I hit. Yeah. I hit a plus eight hundred prop. Yeah. Great. Thanks for patting yourself on the back. That's. Yeah. Oh, it's always easy to do that. It's much harder to you know show up to the press conference after you lose the yeah. football game after you totally. after you throw the game losing fucking. It is. Yeah. Pick or whatever the you know you have the losing play you get knocked out and you got to talk to people it's much harder. It's so, tough and um, that's why that's why people that's why people ask like you you actually study for these picks or these fights or your articles I'm like are, do, do you watch tape for this? And like I get that a lot surprisingly with from like professionals in the field it's crazy and I'm like yes man like what do you think I actually got to write about this stuff dude I, I I'm not gonna talk out of my I'm pulling this out of my ass. You'd, you'd be surprised a lot of people just just do. Yeah, that is true, and, and again, it's just, that's what blows me away. Uh, we says I, I, I just know Jack Slack is gonna do some crazy shit posting when he wakes up. Yeah, Jack probably will. I love Jack. Uh, it's, it's it's very uh very you know if you could read between the lines, very 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 
funny stuff. Um, thank you guys for in the chat, by the way. Hit the like button, Daniel Tom MMA. I'm actually gonna get this one. Uh, you know, you guys reference an emergency podcast, my little impromptu preview with Aaron. I did not upload that to podcast feeds. Uh, I didn't have enough time. I was just so tired. I'm so tired here. So I'll probably do that on Sunday, but I will upload this one is what I'm going to say. Um, I am not going to steal the plug uh, opportunity from uh, Guru. So Guru, um, please, man, if there's anything you want to plug or anything you want to add for the card, uh, just just go ahead and shout. Sure, sure. Dan, I just want to first say, again, I've said it a million times and I'll say it a million more. Thank you so much for having me on, man. It really means the world. Anytime you ever want me back, I'd be so happy to come back. Um, and uh, anytime you can, I know you're very busy, man, especially with fight camp. So maybe we'll yeah. do it after you get the after, dub. Let's do but, it. Yeah. but we need to have you back on the pod because that's cool. just, uh, again, it's, it just means everything. So seriously, thanks so much for having me, bud. Uh, wonderful, wonderful time. Next time you have me on, it'll be on a winning time for me. I, I know that for sure. Uh, you can follow me at Guru Scouting MMA. Oh my God, I had the wrong thing up this whole time. That's so funny. I never changed it. I'm Tyler Berman. Um, no, I, don't worry, <laughs> it wasn't showing. Your your Guru. Oh, that's so funny. The, I, I got oh, your own no. name tag on the show. That's so, you're so good. funny. Oh no. Yeah, All right, so you good. can follow. <laughs> you're good. I'm so bad at this. Oh no. Uh, you can follow me at Guru Scouting MMA. Um, on Twitter, Verdict, Instagram, and Tapology, um, <laughs> you can follow my awesome co-host. So I just fucking <laughs> aired him out. You can follow him at TB Scouting MMA on Twitter, Verdict, Instagram, and Tapology. Um, you can follow my amazing podcast where we're gonna buckle down and uh, have an unbelievable yeah. week next week because uh, we got Sanhagen and Song coming up, and we have. Uh, our good buddy coming on the show. We have uh, Danny Lags coming on. So we're really excited to have him come on and uh, help us break down an awesome card. You can follow my podcast at Chronic Combat on Twitter and at Chronic Combat Conversations on Instagram. Awesome. Awesome. What, yeah. That- Thank you so much again, Dan. It really was so much fucking fun. No worries. Nate Diaz, by the way, for the bonus question, Nate Diaz goes out with a $50,000 bang. Uh, Just him? Bonuses real quick. We'll see who gets who gets the other ones. Let's see. Uh, I got to open the article. Uh, Aldana probably gets one for sure. Performance of the night, Jail Man. It's right. They gave him uh, the conjugal wow. trailer uh, uh, upgrade. They're going to put some leather couches in there so, you know, it's easier to clean for the Jail Man. Uh, who else got a uh, <laughs> Who else got a Johnny Walker got one? Okay. Wow. All right, so then Submission. they definitely didn't kick him out, and whatever then, that was. Yeah, right. Uh, Arena Aldana got one for her. Yeah, uh, of course kick. she did. Yeah, there you go. Okay, cool. Cool. Uh, there's some good news. More people got some money. That uh, That's always good. Hopefully they got more money than that. They all deserved it. I hope you guys uh, you know, uh, got or do get what you deserve on the next card, if not this one. Uh, hopefully you all did well, and uh, thanks for joining me on the recap, especially those of you in the chat. Really appreciate that. Daniel Tom MMA on uh, YouTube. Uh, if you want to uh, subscribe to the channel there, uh, to join these live chats, of course at Dan Tom MMA on Twitter, where I'm most active. At the PYN podcast on all social platforms, if you want to follow. Be doing more cross collaborations with uh, my chronic combat conversation uh, friends over here. 
course, Tyler and Greg at TB Scouting MMA, or is it just TB Scouting? I'm late. TB Scouting MMA and Guru Scouting yeah, MMA. Guru Scouting MMA. Very easy. Very easy. Give them a follow. Yeah. Good no, dudes. not too bad. Good dudes. Good yeah. dudes. Thanks. It's super late over there, man. Thank you for joining me for this whole thing. You guys rock. All right, folks. Uh, I'll see you guys next week for some fight night or some whatever-ish. Just, just be safe out there and. Uh, you too, buddy. Still protect your necks. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Protect, protect your necks.